Hello everybody! So you're hearing me before the theme song, which can only mean one thing. I had audio issues. Unfortunately, Audacity decided to... I don't know what happened, but half of my recording was just gone. Um, but luckily, my guest, Chris Revel, is a lifesaver, and he recorded the whole thing on his Skype recorder as a backup. So that's what you're going to hear today. And definitely check out all of his stuff. We go into that in the episode. But great guy, uh, great podcaster, and it was definitely a fun episode. So enjoy. To unaired, the show where we take TV shows canceled with episodes left unaired, review them, and then pitch our ideas for how we think they could have continued. I'm Ed, and with me today, I have from the Let's Chat with Revel and Friends podcast, Chris Revel. Hello. How you doing, Chris? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Uh, no, I'm a b- big fan of the show. Actually, I've listened to quite a lot. Oh, thank you. I've listened to your show as well. Oh, thank uh, you. I actually, I actually just re-listened to the um. Raul Kahili episode. Oh, yeah. That, that was um, one of my podcasting highlights, for sure. It was a very good episode. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I, I'm i sure you know that sometimes you come off like, oh, that was all right. I, like, I was like, I had a high off of that. I was like, that is the best I've ever done, and that's the time it needed. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it was one of my, it was awesome. I, I, I don't even know. It was just amazing. That's always a fun feeling. <laughs> I don't think I even did anything. It was like, here's some rope. You can talk. <laughs> so we're actually uh, watching a show this week that Chris suggested. Um, it's called God, the Devil, and Bob. So this show, it aired on NBC for its first four episodes in March of 2000. Then it got canceled. And the uh, remaining, I believe, nine episodes didn't air for about 11 years and then adult swim picked it up for reruns so there's a weird case where like the show technically was unaired but then it was just like oh surprise we're gonna show you the rest of them yeah um do you know why it was canceled i'm sure you do i heard it was basically like a lot of like pressure from religious groups and stuff yep. like that it was the catholic league because they didn't like the word God and the devil in the name. Because if you actually watch the show, it's very amazingly moralistic and pretty like family friendly. But like, and um, I was reading on Wikipedia today some article. It was like so it like oddly enough it did very well in Brazil and like a lot of other like really Catholic countries, but not here. <laughs> That's back back in the day where uh, people you know in two what two thousand so I don't know more people are watching. TV like streaming doesn't exist yet maybe yeah it was a weird situation too because like the rating like the show was good but like it, it was similar to clone high in that like they got pressure from religious groups and they're just like well i guess we're gonna cave yeah they, that used to be like a thing like i know dogma had hit that and 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I have no idea why, but it just seems odd. Unless maybe it was just like they wanted to call it quits anyway, and they didn't want to renew it, so they're like, "Oh, fuck it." But it's it's such an inoffensive show if you're a deeply religious person. Yeah, especially compared to like there was a show. Uh, I think it was like four or five years ago where it's called GCB and it stood for good Christian bitches. Oh yeah. 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 And like <laughs> the fact that that show existed in this show, there's like, Oh, this is too offensive. I know. And like, it's, and I think, I think it's made by, um, Al Jean from the Simpsons. Really? Yeah. Cause that's, if you watch, I was watching it today on daily motion, like you suggested, and it has like this, like kind of, so I started reading about it and it's got this like a uh, little quip to it. I'm like, for some reason, like this kind of reminds me of the critic, which was also from that, from them. And it's, I, I don't know that's around the same time. And I was like, so I looked it up. I was like, Oh, that's why I like this show so much. Cause it's got that like James L. Brooks emotional heart. Like there's some really like very sweet moments in the show that really get me. Yeah, it actually had, like, a surprisingly stacked cast, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Um, French Stewart, when he said t- post Third Rock. So at that time, you know what I mean? He was, like, he was the guy, because Third Rock and the Sun was huge. Yep, it's got it's got Alan Cumming, Laurie Metcalf, Nancy Cartwright, James Garner. It's, like... They put all their budget into the cast on this show. Nancy Cartwright, for those who don't know, is Bart Simpson. Yeah, Bart Simpson. So, like, there's another Simpsons connection. Yeah, and then you have Jackie from Roseanne, who just won- either got nominated or won an Oscar. Was that post-Oscar? Damn. Oh, no, this year. Didn't she just win one this year? Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what year the first time Roseanne ended. It might have been in the 90s. And then... James Gunner, of course. So I don't know who he is, sorry. Yeah, and he was, um, what was that show? The Rockford Files. He was the... Oh, okay. Yeah, I never saw that either. Yeah, he was Rockford. But yeah, this show... Uh, I'm surprised it got cancelled. I know. I wonder... I wish I thought to look it up. Like, I don't know what else is on in the year 2000. So that's 18 years ago. So that's weird, because it still held up pretty strong when I watched it today. Um, God, is Family Guy on TV yet? Family Guy? I think so. I think it was 99 when it started. And then got canceled, then came back, then got canceled, and came back twice. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know it got released on DVD before Adult Swim picked it up, because the way I found the show, I didn't find it, um, the only reason I, I had a friend in college who had just the, the most amazing DVD collection, and he had... He just, he just was, he knew I loved The Simpsons, so he put it on because I just love cartoons. He's like, oh, you might like this. This is a show that just no one ever saw and just deep dive. I own the DVD. I just, at this point in my life, I just don't own a DVD player <laughs> because I don't need one. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's entirely fair with streaming and everything. Yeah. So, um, so that must have been 2007, 2006 when I watched it. So it's got like a, a little weird cult following. Like, it's small, but it's out there. Yeah, especially I feel like Adult Swim was definitely the right audience for this, too. Yeah, because I watched it when I was, like, really high and just, like, bawling my eyes out. <laughs> like, oh, my God. He's playing catch with his son. This is beautiful. <laughs> also, Alan Cummings a devil. <laughs> I know. And I kind of, I like it, too, because it's, like, 
he's plays it kind of infeminate, but not like in a offensive way. Cause that's just Alan Cummings voice. It's his voice. So it, it theatrical. It's like a very theatrical portrayal of the devil. And then God is just very Jerry Garcia. Like, no, I don't work that way, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's almost like if you put like Jimmy Buffett in a room with the great gazoo, that's how it sounded. Yeah, it's exactly right. And then like, Every episode, the devil, like, they're friends, like, almost like Magneto and Professor X. But then the god just keeps fucking the devil over and not keeping his golf game. <laughs> like, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. It's weird that you sympathize with the devil sometimes. Yeah, well, the god's being a dick. And, like, though, it's just such a weird premise. It's just like, and it's like, I like shows like this where, like, you kind of get this far out premise, but they don't need to work about it. It's like, oh, this is it, and it's quick, we'll explain it, like... Um, and sometimes you see that in a time travel movie, you're like, well, just don't think too much about it, there's time travel. But it's like, alright, let's make a bet, and I'm gonna just destroy the entire universe unless someone... I think, like, God loses a bet to the devil, because God wants to destroy the universe. And then, um, what is it, right? God wants to destroy the universe, and they make a bet with the de- with the, makes a bet with the devil that he can pick anyone at the random bar in Michigan to save it, uh... That would be the person, and, and he points to French Stewart, who is like his description in the show is like a pornography watching alcoholic. <laughs> He's like a kind of I don't know, not bad, but kind of a schlub, kind of like a Al Bundy type. See, what surprised me is like they didn't introduce his family until about halfway through the episode. I thought he was just some like random single dude. Oh, like Mad Men, They're like oh, about the yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Homer Simpson, right? He's got a family, but why is he at Moe's every night? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, my God, that's so true. Yeah, that's so funny. And then he's got, what, the little boy? And that's the voice from Tommy Pickles. I forgot her name. Yeah, E.G. Um, E.G. or E.J. Daly. Yeah, and then the daughter, I don't know who that is. And then Lori Metcalf is the mom. I think the daughter was Nancy Cartwright. Oh, that makes it. Oh, uh, you know what? Now I can hear it. Yeah, I got some, like, Bart Simpson vibes from that voice. Yeah, oh my god. She's got a pretty distinct voice. Kind of like a high-pitched grumble. I don't know, it's amazing. So, like, you kind of touched on, um, so the episode starts off with, like, a little, like, I don't know if all the episodes start off, full disclosure, I only watched the pilot. Um, I don't know if all the episodes start off with, like, a little, like, intro, where God explains about how he's going to destroy the earth unless one person that the devil chooses like can show that his soul is like redeemable. Yeah. I'm trying to remember cuz I only watched like I only watched a couple episodes to get cuz I cause that's it's surprisingly hard to find. Um I think there is like a recap, but like throughout the entire so I could if you want me I can tell you anything you want about the series. Yeah, but that's it it follows Bob the entire series. Yeah, and what I I noticed on cuz I looked up the Wikipedia earlier um, basically the whole premise of like, oh, saving, if we save Bob, we save the earth. Yeah. That's much. only the pilot. Yeah. Well, no, that the whole, the whole time he's, um, Bob is just kind of pretty much fighting between the guy. It's really, it's, it's God, the devil and Bob. So Bob is literally like having the angel, God and devil on his shoulders, making him do different things. Um, God gives him like this like random task, and then the the devil can transform. In one episode, he transforms into like a teenage boy and dates his daughter, and like it's just crazy. Like it's just all the it's it's just kind of a fun universe because it's like you don't question it. Like all right, 
like in this universe, God has literally created the universe and references multiple universes that he's created that he has destroyed prior to this one, but just like offhandedly. It's so funny. I can't recommend it. I can't recommend this enough to anyone listening. If only one of those universes he destroyed was the DC Extended Universe. Oh my god, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's like it's just this kind of fun reality, and then um, that little friend of the devil, um, he looks like something from Gummy Bears. Yeah, what was his name? Smack or something? Yeah, he's got this like this little pet, and God, Alan Cummings is so fucking good in the show. I feel like every actor on that show signed up for it. And, like, this is going to be good. Like, we got good writers. We got a good voice cast. It's a great premise. It's, like, it's a solid family sitcom about, like, a Midwestern blue-collar schlub who isn't a bad guy, but, like, he gets drunk at a topless bar every single night, you know? And he's not the best dad, but, like, the premise of it, like, what ends up happening throughout the show is, like, unintentionally, God will... There's like these like weird little lessons within it. Um, it's one about God, Bob's. If I hope I can remember this, I think it's not about Bob's father, who I think either he, they say or they alluded to he like hit him or something, or he was just a not great father. And like the whole message of the episode is just to hit a little less. Like you're as a parent, all you have to do is just be better than your parent, even slightly. So like there's all these weird moral conjuries, and like God was always like. I don't work that way is like his thing. So Bob was like, why don't you just stop this? And it's so funny. And so throughout the episode, it ends up teaching him to be a better father and a husband, but it's still funny. Yeah. That's one thing I noticed was like this show kind of like dives into like family, like not family matters. Cause that's also another TV show, but it dives into like family, like values and trying to like keep a family, strong and together I mean, Which I would, yeah i mean for a show about god and the devil the religious piece of it it's it never about religion it's always about family yeah it was interesting because like literally the only religious thing is that the god that god and the devil are there and then you know they don't even come out and say catholic christian islam or jewish judaism or anything it's just it just is and the way they're drawn is just like never you don't see that portrayed so it's like they just kind of take a liberty with it. I know. I wonder – now, I wanted to ask you this. <laughs> um, do you think if they had a different name, if it was just like God rules the world – no, sorry. <laughs> Bob Bob's world or something stupid, like do you think it would have got canceled? I feel like you're touching on something that might actually have worked. I don't think that if they named it – or if they, I think that they, if they named it something different – it might have actually, because I don't think people would have tuned in to be like, oh, we need to see if this is offensive or not. It's like, I, I, my guess is like the same people who hate Harry Potter because it's about wizards are the same people who didn't like the show. Like, the Catholic League is the only, or what is it, American Family Associate, the AFA. It's like the Jerry Falwell types. Like, they just, they go on these moral crusades against cartoons. <laughs> Yeah, it's like they have like a Google alert set up to any time like God or the devil shows up on TV. Yeah, and listen, the show is good, but it wasn't like Catholic League needs to get off the air good. Right. <laughs> I think it would have gotten canceled because it was a cartoon on NBC slot. Like that just does not really happen a lot. So it's not a really big risk for NBC to do that because I think it was like prime time. Yeah, that's interesting that they did that back in 2000. I don't think – I could be wrong, but I can't remember any animated thing I've ever watched in um, – uh, NBC, my life. 
Huh. I think you're right. I, I don't remember anything. Yeah. I mean, but they had Seinfeld, Friends, Community, Parks. I'm trying to think of everything else I've watched on NBC, but ER <laughs> was pretty But Yeah, maybe that was like their foray into animation. Like maybe, oh my God, do you wonder if it was like um their way to like compete with The Simpsons? It might have been. Because I know ABC had a few different shows that they tried out that didn't work. Yeah, 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 a bunch. Like, um, I don't remember any of them. <laughs> yeah, there was like, uh, what was it, Family Dog, Capital mm. Critters. Why, why are networks always obsessed with talking dogs? It's like a thing. I don't know, because there was just a show, um, I think last season, about a dog that, like, it wasn't talking, but it was basically... The show is from the perspective of the dog, and you would get, like, a voiceover of its thoughts. What show is this? I think it was called Downward Dog. Oh. I, oh, it's a play on words, because it's a yoga position. I yeah. <laughs> so I want to go on record and say the only... Mm, all right, not only. The show I like the most that has a talking dog is The Tick. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and I guess Family Guy. I like a lot of early Family Guy. I don't watch it anymore. I actually watched a few episodes of, like, Older Family Guy. They're actually still pretty good. Yeah, those were, like, oh, my God. I, I had never seen anything like it when that was on. That was, like, I was, I remember buying, like, um, a bootleg copy of VHS tape at the mall where I lived, where I grew up in Connecticut, because um, DVDs, well, all right, so DVDs existed, but they didn't put TV shows out on DVD at this point. Like, there was this weird thing, because the reason Family Guy came back is because between Adult Swim and the DVD sales, like, just fucking skyrocketed. Like, they were getting more ratings on Adult Swim than Letterman was getting. And so it was, like, a really big deal. Because I was, God, I, I was in that perfect age when, like, everything I, I kind of loved that would disappear would all started coming out on DVD at the same time, and I bought all of it. Yeah, it's, like, almost like now how, like, TV shows will get saved by, like, Netflix and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like even like this, that just happened. Um, I love Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I got saved by NBC. Thank you, NBC. Yes, thank you very much. I uh, just actually finished my second rewatch of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and it is amazing. I know. I've never seen a cop show that's funny, sweet, heartfelt, and actually like sometimes takes little jabs at uh, like the police infrastructure without being like a dick about it. Yeah, it's got some of the best written characters too. Oh yeah. If you. If you haven't watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, watch it. <laughs> I mean, just uh, Andre Brower and Andy Samberg are the... Mo- it's weird, because I, I can't even give them... I mean, they're amazing, but the it's such a good ensemble. Like, every, Jill Trugio is amazing. Uh, Stephanie Beatrice, I forgot the, uh, the other girl's name, but, like... And Chelsea Peretti's on it, but, like, they all are just such good characters, but just... Oh, God, whoever thought that Raymond Holt or um, Andre Brower could do comedy so well. He does everything so deadpan, and it just works perfectly. Did you ever... The Halloween episode, my wife and I are obsessed. We just rewatched the entire thing as well. And we were watching... It was the, one of the Halloweens. So it's like, uh, the curvature of the breast conceals the camera. I <laughs> fell out of my chair laughing. Or when he goes, hot, hot damn. <laughs> hot damn's the best. Or like, bing pot. Yeah, Hot Damn is my gif I use, like, daily. <laughs> oh my god, I love it so much. It's so funny. God, such a good show. So, um, yeah, after uh, the intro, uh, God explaining, like, yeah, I'm going to destroy the world if 
the devil picks someone and I can't save that person's soul. Then we, uh, we get the theme song, sort of. It's like a little, I, I wouldn't even call it a theme song. It was kind of like a do to do to do type of thing. It's kind of old school. Oh yeah. Like when it was and, no lyrics, just like instrumental. Exactly. And they introduced it as being in Detroit, which after I realized that makes a lot more sense as to why it's all run down. Yeah, they, they kind of play with that a lot, which I thought was pretty crazy. And I think, uh, got, th- yeah, and this is, um, 2000, so this must be, um, what's it called? Like, oh, it's all that stuff happening with the car stuff, uh, when all the, no, 2000 is too early. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Detroit's probably a lot more rundown now than it was then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> possibly. So, uh, God and the Devil, they meet up at a car show, which already establishes they're kind of friends, but kind of not. And, uh, God's like, yeah, I've been kind of thinking about, you know, throwing it all away and starting all over again. And the Devil says, ooh, actually, yeah, you should do that. And he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe. And the Devil is trying to, like, convince him. They end up in, uh in a seedy part of town. And one of the favorite, my favorite lines was, God was just like, oh, how's hell? Hell? It's a festering pit of despair. Also, I just put in a koi pond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines. So after he kind of convinces God, like, okay, fine, let's do that. We cut to Bob at his job. In a car factory, coincidentally. <laughs> yeah, he works at a manufacturing plant. It's like they don't even, they just lean right into it. And he and his friend Mike are playing baseball with the car parts. And a lug nut hits his boss in the head. And he walks, his boss, his boss screams and walks over. He's got the lug nut still in his head. And he's like, what is this? And Bob pulls it out of his head and goes, Oh, it's a lug nut. I believe it's from a Pontiac and puts it right back into the indentation. Yep. <laughs> See, I like Bob because he's very, like, sarcastic, like, smart-ass type character. Yeah, he's, like, the working man, but they don't, like, do this thing. Like, what I like about it, he's kind of a schlub and he's kind of like the working man, but his wife kind of makes fun of him for it. Like, it's not like, uh, what was that show, Kevin James, like, King of Queens, like, where the wife is, like, super hot and this, like, unattractive guy. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, it they, they kind of seem like a lower middle class family, and he's drinking because he's sad and poor. Yeah, that happens a few times in the episode. <laughs> so, his boss says, if I write you up again... Your ass is mine, and Bob replies with, ooh, I'm flattered, and a little curious. <laughs> I know, back then, that's when, like, it's funny, it, like, okay to make gay jokes like that. Which I yeah, actually don't was... personally find that offensive, I actually think that's funny. Yeah, it wasn't a very, like, offensive joke, but it was so, like, back then it would have been like, ooh, this is edgy. Yeah, back when, like, movies were made about, like, is he gay or is he straight? No one knows. Let's, uh, there's like entire movie plots about, there's an old, I wish I knew the name, but there's some old, like, movie that I remember, and the whole plot was, um, 
some some guy gets outed as homosexual accidentally, and the whole movie is him trying to convince people he's not gay. <laughs> it was like with Greg Kinnear or something. It's like it wasn't good, but like that was like an entire movie plot. Jesus. Yeah, we've come this a long also, way. <laughs> yeah, this is also a time where like a few years prior, like Ellen's TV show got canceled because her character and her, coincidentally herself came out as gay. Well, I have a theory is because the show got garbage after that. Because I loved Ellen, and my parents and I would watch it, and we're totally fine with her coming out for being gay. But something happened. It seemed like they, the writers changed, if I'm remembering it right. And every joke just um, came about they're all gay jokes, and not even good ones. Like, the dad would just walk in, we're here, we're queer, you better get used to it. Or, like, they would make <laughs> it, it just uncalled, like, it just it became really unfunny. So maybe, I, I don't know, maybe that's part of it, uh, that she came out because she was gay. But it got so bad. See, this is, like, a little bit off topic, but, like, that's part of what makes Brooklyn Nine-Nine work so well, is, like, they don't, it's part, those things are part of the characters' identities, but they're not their identities, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, Rose is bisexual, but it's, yeah, yeah it's not, like, I don't know, they, they handle that episode so beautifully. And, like, Captain Holt, like, they just treat him as, like, a normal character, they oh don't make God, gay he's jokes, gay. but, like... Yeah, exactly. I forgot about that, even though he announces it and has a rainbow flag, and we see him and his husband all the time. I just Exactly. It's not the defining thing of his character. Though I do like how he frequently says, like, I was a gay black club in the New York City, so I nothing, you, you can't stop me. Or, like, nothing, <laughs> nothing, you can't threaten me, or something like that. Because all of the harassment and shit he's taken for being both his race and his sexuality within the police force. Yeah, there's one, like, flashback where... <laughs> The, his uh, colleagues are going out golfing. He's just like, oh, can I join? They go, yeah, you want a caddy? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they show him with the afro. Oh, my God, the afro and the mustache. Oh. And, the he's a, and, and here's the thing about that show. He's in an interracial relationship on the top of all of that. I didn't even, like, think about that. Yeah, that, right. that used to be a thing back in the day. And now it's just like, and again, he's so funny. So good. Sandberg, man. I didn't think he could do it. I've never been the biggest fan of him, but now I really like him. That that whole cast is just so... It's kind of like this show. Like, the casting was just done so well. I, it's perfect. So I was... I looked at... I think I was wrong. Al, there wasn't anyone with this... I think one of the writers from the show was from The Simpsons. Okay. That, so. that's, it still has a Simpsons-y vibe. Yeah. So. It still has some of it. Yeah. Um, the, but I was just reading while oh, you're talking. Uh, sorry, uh, it was the, okay. the guy who who uh, made it had I, I don't know the time frame, but he was from like Malcolm in the Middle. So I'm like, oh, that makes sense because I okay. loved Malcolm in the Middle because it was weird and about a lower class family. That guy thrives writing about lower class families, and you don't see that on TV. I mean, you had Roseanne until that got canceled recently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any hot takes on that other than I didn't watch it. Oh, I watched the first episode and I was like, this is kind of terrible. Yeah. And I didn't hate it because of the Trump stuff. I just thought the jokes were bad. And I was actually still more mad that they ruined their own canon by having Dan back. That like made yeah. me so mad. I couldn't enjoy it. Like, oh, here's this book you were writing. I'm like, you're supposed to be dead. I cried for you. I didn't <laughs> want to. I don't know. So I got really mad. So then I just stopped and now it doesn't exist anymore. So sorry. <laughs> That's a okay. How dare you, John Goodman? <laughs> so then we uh, – or actually, 
Mike, his friend, is just like, hey, by the way, like, you seem kind of angry all the time. Maybe you should do something to kind of kind of fix that. Maybe you should see someone. He goes, yeah, you're right. And then it cuts to immediately he's at a bar and he's got a beer in his hand. So, yeah, like, it's, just, it's crazy, right? It's just that type of dude. I don't know yeah, what the word the, is. Yeah. Just immediately, like, establishes that. He's not like, the Hulk. Yeah, I forgot to mention this at the beginning, but, like, when God is just like, oh, in his, like, little intro, he goes, oh, the devil gets to pick someone to save, and if I can save his soul, blah, 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 it picks Bob, and, like, Bob starts floating, and he goes, wow, this beer's really good. Yeah, it's kind of out there, like, right? He's they, They're setting up your main character as, like, there's actually a chance he'll fuck this up. <laughs> like, yeah. he gets picked because he's got his butt crack hanging out, and he's like... <laughs> You know what show, I know this comes years later, but I feel like it's kind of like um, like Cousins almost in a weird way. Bob's Burgers. It does have another Bob in it. Oh, that's and it true. Does have... <laughs> I don't think there's any like connection or anything, but like poor families and like Cork, you know, Corky fam- showing a Corky fam- a dysfunctional family that, I don't actually, I found it more, even like Bob's maybe a little more, but this is like. Minus the devil and God part of the show, every like the the universe was actually very grounded in reality outside of the transformations and things like that. <laughs> I mean, even with Bob's Burgers, you do kind of have a devilish character with Tina, or not uh, Tina, with um Louise. Uh, well, it, it, it's interesting too. Like, and there's later episodes, like the main act, like the B storyline of uh, one of the episodes which is, runs through the entire series is just the relationship with the teenage daughter and Bob and the mom just wanting to be a good mom. And there's like a really sweet episode where um, she's locked herself in the room and the mom's given up. Bob literally takes off the door of her room and he's like, come with me, gets in the car. She's like, where are we going? He's like, just come with me, like real dad tone. And then they go to the mall and they get ice cream. And they just have this really sweet thing. And like what God is teaching him is to listen and be a good parent and that that's so fucking what the i've heard the bible is about i'm not sure i've never really read it but like <laughs> it's it's insane like that's an entire b storyline in a universe where god can like be thanos and snap his fingers and it's all gone yeah it's i, I think that's actually this episode was where he takes the doors off the hinges oh, that the, that's the first one that's the first one wow because there's another really the last episode if you don't want me, I can wait to hold this, but I, I know the last scene of the series is, like, perfect. Now, real quick, does it, like, establish, like, a solid ending, or is it, like, they could have continued it? Um, let me just, it ends with Bob throwing the baseball with his son. Hmm. Just, That's... just having a catch in the backyard, and God saying something, like, mythical, like, he hit less. I think Bob's dad was like a bad dad, and he wonders why he's not. Oh yeah, but he finds out his dad's not in hell, and he's like, "Cause he was better than your, his father." Yeah, huh. it just ends with them just playing catch, and it makes me get the feels. That's actually a pretty solid ending. Yeah. So this is when we get uh, God and the devil walking into the bar. Uh, God again says, "Like, okay, fine. Like, devil dude, you get to pick." Uh, Get to pick anyone in the in the world, and of course he just turns around, and goes, "Okay, uh, that guy," without like any thought or anything. But it works out for him, <laughs> or so he thought. 
So they both sit down with Bob, and God's just like, hey, by the way, I'm I'm God, so, like, could you try and save the world? And Bob's like, oh, piss off, like, you're a liar. And he goes, no, look, watch. And he starts pulling eggs out of the devil's mouth. He goes, okay, beat it, Siegfried. <laughs> so then he goes, okay, I, I guess I have to convince you. The floors and the ceiling rip apart, rip apart and he's, like, 100 feet tall, and a... A bear on a tricycle flies by with a banner attached saying, it's really him. <laughs> I love that imagery. It was just so... <laughs> like, a bear on a fucking tricycle with a... With a what's that type of hat called? Like the Shriners hats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. It, that That scene just got me. I was, like, freaking laughing out loud. It was so funny. So, he accepts this whole challenge, we get to commercial, then the devil's in hell, and he's talking with Smek, and that's the little, like, his demon henchman type dude, and he's like, oh, I just realized, I only have to focus on, like, I don't have to focus on ruining the world, I just gotta ruin Bob, and then I get the whole world. And that sets up the whole series. It's just, it's really a fight for Bob's soul. And and actually, the weird thing is, God's the bad one in this, if you think about it, because God is the one that's going to destroy the universe for no real reason. Oh, he's unhappy. Yeah. He's unhappy with mankind. We've not just that he doesn't like want to help Bob out at all. Like, nope. He's because Bob asks him like, okay, like, so what are the rules? Like, what's the instructions? And he's just like, what do you want to write him on a bar napkin for you? And he's like, yeah, that'd be helpful. And God's just like, you're on your own, dude. I know. And to save the whole whole fucking universe like at least thanos has like an ideology that you might disagree with <laughs> but like <laughs> th- it's just so weird like he's kind of the bad guy but you root for him because he doesn't have to destroy the universe no he doesn't he just decides eh, i want to start over it's so weird but that, that's why i love the premise because it's just like it's quick right they introduce and we're good we we're, we're in the reality we believe it so bob gets home and his wife, Donna, is arguing with their daughter because there's a rumor spread about her and some boy. And it turns out she's actually the one that spread the rumor about herself. And in the middle of this argument, <laughs> Bob's just like, I'm at God today. And they just keep arguing, God, the, you know, the maker of the universe. And they just keep arguing. The wife eventually goes, Bob, not now. So he walks over to his son and goes, yeah, I met God today. Oh, that's cool. Can he turn his arm into a missile? I saw him turn 100 feet tall. But no missile. I love the son because he's such a... He's, he's like a simpleton. He, he's very much like a Tommy Pickles type of character. Or not Tommy Pickles. He, yeah, he no. felt more like... Yeah, Tommy Pickles. Grown up. He, he felt kind of like the um, Phil and Lil. Yes. So... Um, so... Then we see Bob in bed with his wife, and she's like, I don't believe that you actually meant God. I think you're kind of crazy, but you do you, Bob. And Bob is just like, okay, well, I got to save the universe. Cuts to a video store, and he goes, do you guys have the Bible on video? No? Well, how about Showgirls? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that must have been like a topical thing at the time. Oh, yeah. And it was my favorite scene, <laughs> despite the fact that, like, 
modern day, that wouldn't really work because video stores don't exist anymore. I know. But, like, that was definitely my favorite scene of this whole episode. Yeah, I just and it, it tells you so much about his character. You have to save the entire world. All right, I'll watch your video. Nope, I quit. Exactly. Oh, it's not on video? Uh, I can't read. <laughs> Let's do some softcore porn. Exactly. So then God shows up at his house eating Pop-Tarts, and he's like, are you just going to like appear like this all the time? Because there's times when I'm naked. And then he's just like, hey, man, I'm just going to appear. And this is when we uh, establish that his son can see God. Oh, yes. Which he's God basically just kind of brushes off. He's like, don't worry, he can't see me. Oh, hey, Dad. Hey, God. Ah, oh, shit. I guess he can't see me. Yeah, because there's another episode where Bob will end up in a mental institution, and um, it's actually cut, and God appears, and they all see him, and he's talking, and he says something sweet. He's like, only those of pure of heart can see me, and it's like kind of sweet. I'm pretty sure those are the same rules for picking up uh, Thor's hammer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Marvel. Maybe the show is in the MCU. There's so many connections. Right? <laughs> French Stort. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you say that because Robert Downey Jr. was supposed to be uh, Bob. Was he really? And then he got like arrested. This is back when he was a nobody, when he was getting in trouble all the time. So he got arrested or drug charged or something happened. So they, he couldn't. He and they got, didn't end up using him. Man, how the tables have turned. I know, right? I'm sure French Stewart's out there like, hire me for a Marvel movie. I know, right? He's like, it's okay. I can like become an addict and get clean and then play Iron Man, like. Man, French Stewart as Iron Man, that'd be interesting. It would not be good. No, it would not. Interesting, but not good. <laughs> so, um, so Bob gathers a ton of people in front of his house to be like, hey, I'm a prophet, you gotta listen to me. And people go, where's the free beer? <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm here to offer you something better. Salvation. Is that a kind of beer? <laughs> and then he reveals, no, there's no free beer. And people chase him out of his house. <laughs> yeah, but you can just kind of tell the community that he's in. It's like this stereotypical blue-collar, working-class, drinking, drinking. Those are the people he knows. Maybe it's not the town, but that's who he hangs out with, like Homer. Exactly. <laughs> it's like his people. Yeah. He's kind of like a lower-class guy. I mean, they always describe him as a huge pornography watcher, as... I don't know, maybe in 2000, the internet wasn't readily available, so people weren't so open about everyone doing it. And maybe it was when you had to try a little harder to find it. Yeah, because he mentions that he downloads porn in this. Oh, my God. God. It's like, this he... <laughs> That's how quickly things have changed. And that's probably... A, that's... That's... Wow, oh, things have changed. I know, right? Like, you don't, you don't have to go to a video store... You can just hop online and stream it. Oh, so they were ahead of themselves then, because they didn't use the video store porn. They at least were using the internet porn. That's true. Bob oh. was a revolutionary. Yeah, <laughs> but that's when he had to download it. That's too funny. It's just funny how things change so quickly. Like, little things that you don't think about. Now, all video is streaming. Yeah, just in the course of, what, 18 years? Yeah. I mean, YouTube's been around, what, 12, 13 years, 15 yeah, uh, 2005, so yeah. yeah. I mean, I started college when there was no YouTube. See, that's insane to me. Like, I could not could not have gotten through college without YouTube. No, we used it a lot once we found it. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> so, after this, Bob goes and visits some, like, big 
TV reverend, and he's getting a massage, and he's like, I have a show to pitch to you. Uh, okay, fine. Okay, well, we have people call in and, like, talk about their experience with God. Oh, that's great, and then we charge him. Well, no, it's all for free. Excuse me? And then he gets thrown out of the house like DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> oh, it's so great. I love it's making fun of those, like, uh, Joel Olstein types. Exactly. Who just make, have, like, a private jet from being a minister. Right, like, this dude's getting, like, a, a massage while he's taking this meeting, like... Well, it's a joke, is he's not really a man of God. It's, in that scene, Bob is actually a man of God, while the man who's claiming he's a man of God is just using that to, uh, scam good people. Exactly. That's, like, a, a much larger... It's comedy, but it's also, like, a much more larger... Like, that statement's pretty large. So, this is when the devil takes Bob to his office, and it's like, hey, you know... God made you in his image, so maybe he's the real villain here. And he tries to, like, convince him to side with him. And he's like, you know what, maybe not. And then he turns into this big-ass, like, devil monster, like, oh, careful who you side with. And he, like, burns him, I guess, because when Bob shows back up on Earth, it's raining and he's, like, scorched. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's yelling at the sky, like, why, why are you doing this, God? And he goes to the bar with his friend Mike. And Mike actually believes him, saying, like, yeah, I need to, like, do all this. And he's like, oh, that's that's pretty tough, man. I, and he's like, I wish I, I wish I had a sign, you know, of something to do. And a homeless guy walks up, and he's like, beat it. And he goes, wait a second, hold on. Is this you? And he goes, the homeless guy goes, yeah. <laughs> What do I need to do? Give me five bucks. <laughs> really? All I do is give you five bucks and I save the universe? Well, better make it ten. <laughs> so he goes home, watches Supermodel Beach Party is the name of the show he starts watching, and God shows up on it. And he's like, Bob, we need to talk. And he walks out of the TV, takes off his shoe, and starts dumping out, <laughs> dumping out a pile of sand. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's funny. And he's like... Yeah, I wasn't the homeless dude. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, God damn! And then he got like, cuts him off. He goes, "Careful, careful." <laughs> and Donna comes in. She's upset about the daughter. And this is when we get that scene you were talking about, where Bob takes the doors off the hinges, brings her to the mall, and like has a heart to heart with her. And they get home. Donna's reading a book that says in big letters, "Why don't we kill our children?" <laughs> <laughs> And then God calls Bob on his phone, and Bob's basically screening the call. And God says, don't screen your maker. Uh, and he yeah. just shows up. No more uh, answer machines either. I mean, yeah. they exist. I just don't have one. Most people right. in my it's... age group don't. Right. Like, I remember used to have, like, I used to have an answering machine growing up, and now it's just like, oh, you just have voicemail on your phone. Yeah, I'm, I don't have a landline. Yeah, I don't have one either. That's weird. Yeah. Man. It's weird to think about all that stuff. Oh, yes. Damn it. <laughs> so, basically, God's just like, yeah, I just kind of want you to try with your families. And he's like, oh, cool. So I guess I guess I did it. And God says, well, I'm not really done with you yet. And the door rings, and it's like this sexy lady. She's like, oh, well, I got a flat tire. And God goes, give it up, devil. I already got him. 
And the devil's like pissed off, like throwing a hissy fit, like, oh, he always wins. And it, <laughs> and God, he goes, ah, go to hell. And that's when it ends. Oh my God. It's, it's, I don't know. It starts off strong and every episode is just good. And it's kind of just back and forth of that. There's an episode, like, he gets these little tasks, and they're always fighting for Bob, and it's always the devil trying to, um, always, 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 always trying to get the, uh, the, just, but, like, the devil wants God's approval. Like, he loves him. It's so funny. Yeah, it's, like, almost like he's, he's, like, that friend in high school that kind of, like, tagged along, but nobody was really friends with. Yep. But always wanted to be part of the group. Yeah, it's it's insane. And then he blows him up. He's like, I promise I'll be there next time. I was wrong. It's just, it's sweet. Yeah, so had this show made it more seasons and got more episodes, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? I don't know. Do you think, um, do they stick with Bob? Like, because they don't really wrap anything up. They They could do anything. They could even do a different universe, but... Honestly, I, I would have just watched it if it was just more of the same. Yeah, I feel like it would have worked. Like, maybe, like, along the line, if it lasted long enough, maybe uh, the kid grows up and now he's the he's the focus. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd like to see Heaven more. I'd like to see Hell more. I'd like to, like, kind of open it up. But there's so much of it was just a focus on the fa- I wonder, And, like, you know, a lot of good cartoons do that. You, you stay very great. Like, Bob's Burgers, they don't leave the restaurant until, I think, like, season two. Like it's right, like it's all yeah. just centered in one location. So I guess maybe, and this was all about the family. So maybe season two, it would have kind of expanded past the family, and I don't know some some devil's backstory would be fun. Maybe some biblical humor. Oh, that's true. Especially because like we get, I was reading, and we get some of God's backstory when his ex girlfriend shows up. Oh yeah, for guy. There's always references to him having ex girlfriends and family members, and it's just so. He's just a dude. And all, and the whole message of the of he just wants people to do better, not do better. He wants us to try. That's what he wants. It's you know, just try. Yeah. That's yeah. What what about you? What do you think? I'm curious. I don't know. I feel like there could be they could like play along with. Uh, I'm picturing this like modern day type thing, mm. like seeing how they could play into what's going on in the world now. Because like yeah, but they, they didn't kinda... they didn't do that at all. That's why this show holds up so well. There's like nothing reference it in its times frames outside the technology. I don't think they even mentioned the um what political party they are. See, that's one thing I was thinking like how do you think this show would have handled like Donald Trump? Like yeah, we already <laughs> honestly would ignore it. I don't think it would ever even delve into real world politics because uh yeah, I don't know, maybe they could have, but I yeah, just from what I saw from that season it didn't seem like the show that even touched upon anything. Who's president in 2000? Bush? 2000 was Bush. Yeah. So. They could have had their fun with anyone in office. doesn't matter who. And, um, yeah, that's, that's funny you say that. Like, how would they handle it? Was like, I, and as you said that, I was like, I don't know. Maybe it would just stay timeless and it would always just be about the family. Yeah, like maybe they'd be like a throwaway joke. Like, the devil just, like, calls up Trump or something. Yeah, I guess that maybe there'd be funny reference. That could be very funny. And it's funny because Trump will always end up in some old thing I'm watching. Like I was at a doctor's office and the Drew Carey show is on some random channel and he just popped up in the episode. Yeah, I was rewatching uh, Fresh Prince and uh, the yes. last episode he shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. I feel like there could be an episode where like 
Because I, I know that this show kind of like touches on the whole like Bob saves the world type premise, but it also focuses a lot on all the characters. Like it's almost an ensemble. So I feel like there could have been an episode where like the devil finds out like, oh, like maybe I can be like a pop star and like influence people that way. Or sway his wife. I'd like to see more about the wife, you know, see what her life is. Oh, I was thinking about that too. Like what if like the devil tried, like he tried to get to the daughter. Maybe he tries to get to the wife well, He does too. try to sleep with her. It's very funny. Does he? He transforms himself oh, into Bob. Oh boy. <laughs> but it doesn't work and she's, it's, it's pretty funny. Bob, what did I say about the begging? Because then you know, because then you know that's happened before. <laughs> it's funny. Oh man, this show is just—it's pretty good. Yeah, I. You know what? I wish it would get in the same regard of the critic. Another one-season classic animation. The animation looked very similar to the critic. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It still holds up. It didn't look old. Yeah, the only thing that bugged me was like their necks were like twigs. And that just made me uncomfortable. Like, oh, the animation yeah. still looks good, they but it really just made me heads. so uncomfortable. Yeah, that's a weird <laughs> style choice. Oh, man. Do you think this would have had any kind of crossover with the uh, primetime animation that actually did exist? I would hope. It's, it wouldn't be out of the question that like, Fox did it with a... Cri- if there was maybe... If it was on NBC, yes, is the only way that would have happened. Right. It's like, maybe... Oh, the critic could have been a good crossover for this, yeah, honestly. they did that in The Simpsons. They did. Yeah. And The Simpsons ended up crossing over with, um, yeah. like, Family Guy and all that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess it could. I mean, I think it could be written, but I don't think, Le- I don't think they would allow it unless it was the right. same network. I mean, modern day, like, you know, we got Spider-Man showing up in the MCU. Again, back to the MCU. <laughs> when you have a god who's creating and destroying universes, but and that's not the focal point, like, yeah, anything's possible. Oh, man. What if Thanos showed up on this? Ugh. God and him would not get along. He would just... Maybe like... He'd be like, yeah. Not that kind of God. <laughs> he just says it all the time. Not that kind of God. Yeah. Maybe, like, Thanos would, like, snap his fingers and, like, half the universe would disappear. He'd be like, hey, come on, man. Bob's still... I know I was gonna just... <laughs> Bob's still trying. Yeah, Bob's still trying. Maybe delete, like, 25% and then we'll talk. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Yeah, do you have any like any other ideas where this show could have gone? It would have been cool, you know. It would be cool if like every season maybe they rotate, like God, the Devil, and or the the Devil and God pick another character they have to try to save with with Bob, like the three of them. Like they keep kind of at bringing more people into this world. That could have been pretty it's interesting. Like Bob's wife, or like another person that we don't know, or you know, I think that would be kind of cool. But yeah, I know, especially because all the episodes didn't. Like, they're all standalone, so it could have ran forever. Yeah. And that would have been a good way to kind of, like, delve more into the characters surrounding Bob. Yeah. It did, yeah. I think that would have been good. Like, there could have been an episode where, or a season where, like, they focus on the daughter. Mm-hmm. Season where they focus on the wife. Season where they focus on his best friend. Yeah, that would be really fun. Like, expand the universe. I think they could. Man, that would have been, that would have been good. Yeah, I know. I wish the show, it, I think it's done so's, but it just, I don't know. I just want, I'm glad I'm, you're like the only person I know I could talk about it with. And it's just such a rant. It's such a niche thing that it never comes up. But like when I think about like my all time favorite shows, it's actually up there. It's very good. Yeah. I recommend watching the whole season if you can. Um, uh, believe me, I, I, I'm 
once I'm done with this, I'm going to watch like an episode and then go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have to go to bed too because uh, we're adults and we go to bed early. Yeah, well, I, I work overnight, so like this is like morning for me, but it's my day off, so it's going to be like a sleep-in morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's nuts. Yeah, it's very weird, very weird situation to get your body used to. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Chris, uh, where can people find you on your show? I... I... I'm on the Core Temps Arts Network for my podcast, and I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Look how smart I am. At Last Chat Podcasts, all for, for all three. So that's all you have to remember. <laughs> and um, and yeah, that's I'm on all the things, and I think I'm probably most active. I would say on Twitter. Yeah, that's actually how we uh we start interacting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely check out uh, Let's Chat. Oh, it's a great show. Uh, it's a fun inter- like interview style like talk show type thing and he always gets amazing guests well how about would you, if you're put you on the spot will you be one of them you could be one i of mean them. yeah definitely yeah because i think the next one that should come out which if anyone likes i zombie um i've kind of befriended one of the writers and he's going to come back to talk about season four next and then so he's looking for cool people if you know anyone who's interested yeah i mean definitely and i'm definitely looking forward to that because i love i zombie and i loved I loved your iZombie episode so far. Uh, we're just when you come on, we can just talk about it because season four was insane. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely finish it by then because now it's on Netflix. Yes. All right, so yeah, um, for our social media stuff, check out our Twitter, Instagram, like Let's Chat. It's just all the same thing on Air Podcast. Um, but yeah, uh, just remember, some things are better left unaired. Bye. Tracking guys, the train just came off the tracks. Derailers. Be sure to follow the derailers on Twitter at the derailers. And make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and also on YouTube so you can catch the episode next week, folks. Same derailment time, same derailment channel.